All right, welcome to another episode of the Prospects Corners podcast. We have a special guest with us today, Joe Tipton of Joe Tipton Edits. Joe, go ahead and let the people hear your voice. What's going on, guys? I appreciate you having me, man. Happy to be here. Hey, no problem, man. It's really good to have one of the uh, better writers in this space on our page. Today, we're going to be going over uh, the City of Palms Classic. We're going to give you guys our top five prospects from each. And before we start naming some guys off, Joe, go ahead and give us like your ideology of your top five so far. Yeah, so my top five, um, it isn't based solely on, you know, rankings. It isn't based solely on, um, you know, who has who is the best long term prospect. Mine is based around kind of my top five players that I enjoyed um, the most slash kind of caught my eye, um, you know, kind of made me look twice. Okay, perfect. So, uh, Joe, we're going to start this off kind of round robin. I want you to go ahead and go first. You give me your guy, and we're just going to go back and forth. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So I'm going to start off with Riley Kugel, Mississippi State signee um, for Dr. Phillips in Orlando. Um, you know, coming into the game, you know, you try not to worry about rankings. You kind of try to put that out of your mind. You know, but I was familiar with the kid already. You know, I see that, you know, he's going to an SEC school. Um, you know, but he's a three-star kid, you know, ranked in the 200s around there. But he really stood out in terms of his athleticism. Um, he's extremely bouncy. Um, he can score from all three levels. I think he averaged like 17 and a half a game, and like four outings for Dr. Phillips. And, you know, he's quick. I mean, he got after it on the defensive end. Um, and he was just a, a joy to watch because I love it when kids play hard and especially on the defensive side of the ball as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, I have Riley on my list, too, so I'll go ahead and talk about him a little bit. Uh, one thing that's always going to be impressive is, like, he has, like, a motor. And, like, throughout the season, I've, I've seen him play at, like, different paces. And, like, clearly he's, like, slowed down the game because he's not just going 100 miles per hour. And um, like you've been saying, like, he's been shooting the three ball really well uh, this season, though. Probably in about like the five matchups I've watched, and then even in the four at um, City of Palms, he was hitting probably about like two, three, three pointers a game on like really good efficiency. Uh, he caught that kid from uh, Ballard at the end of the game on a poster, and like, I still don't know why kid jumped. <laughs> uh, right. But um, another thing that goes like underrated is Riley's passing game. Like he's more of an off guard at six foot five and like extremely athletic. But when he has the ball in motion, like he can definitely find guys around the rim um, and just really impressed all over. Uh, let's go ahead and go into our next guy. So my next guy, if you're a high school basketball fan at all, then you're familiar with his name and it's Dariq Whitehead. And I've seen Dariq play several times and, you know, every player has their ups and downs. You know, they'll have a great game or, you know, they'll have a bad game. But the majority of Dariq's game, he has, he has a solid game. You know, he plays on a very deep Montbird team. You know, plenty of other talent around him. You know, like 10 ranked kids on the roster. It's insane. You know, it's like unlike any other um, high school. But Dariq, you know, he's, he's more of a small forward now. You know, he's working on his three ball. You know, he's shooting that with more confidence. Um, 
I think obviously long term, I'll kind of move and try to be, uh, you know, more of a two, um, you know, once it gets that shooting stroke down. But, you know, love how it gets to the rim, his aggressiveness, um, you know, to peak, uh, you know, competing on the defensive end again um, and just kind of, you know, being a leader um, on a team that's, like I said, so deep, so stacked, you know, so many options. And he's kind of he's kind of their guy. Oh, yeah. Love Derek's game. Um, my guy up is going to be Ramad Dean from Crestwood Prep out in uh, Ontario, Canada. Uh, he only played two games down in the city of Palms, but he really impressed. He averaged pretty much 26 points a game with 11 rebounds. Incredibly skilled. A lot of high major offers. Hasn't really decided yet. But whoever gets Ramad Dean is going to get an extremely athletic 6'5", 6'6", forward. Um, really powerful dude. Got a lot of rebounds. Great in transition. Uh, he's definitely going to be a vertical threat at only like 6'6", six, six or so. Uh, what he called by like two, three alley-oops each game. Uh, lived above the rim. He shot decently uh three of seven over those two games not on like high volume or anything but the fact that he scores the way he does around the rim and can also shoot three you figure it out on defense he's going to be a really interesting piece for somebody's team 100 i just wish he was maybe three inches taller oh my goodness because he's like you said a little undersized he was about six eight imagine look man the next up, I have Jairus Walker, another guy that, you know, most people are familiar with at IMG. You know, a couple knocks that I had on Jairus in the past, you know, specifically last season, you know, was his, you know, lack of ability of, you know, playing hard consistently. And I think a lot of that is due to, you know, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes we forget these kids are high schoolers, you know, maybe they're tired of, especially like a team like IMG traveling all across the country. Um, you know, they're, you know, their kids at the end of the day, they might have other things on their mind, whatever. And he's also physically intimidating and more so than, than most, uh, on the high school level. And he's always had that kind of bigger, stronger body throughout the entirety of his high school career. But, you know, what's to that about him is when he, when he turns it on, he is nearly unstoppable. And, you know, you would think you know that um you know he's, he's like listed as a power forward you would you would think you know with his body he's just kind of bang down low you know just rebound but he does much more than that um he can pass the ball extremely well um you know he can even you know catch at the three-pointer you know uh you know take one dribble you know spin move and get to the rim he's super quick got a super uh, strong lower body strong upper body as well you know could finish through contact and um, I just love that he's consistently playing hard and, and even on the defensive end as well, he's just really getting after it this season. So he's made great strides. I think he's averaging like 15 a game for IMG. Of course, another super deep team. And I think he's averaging like, you know, 70% from the field. So he's taking high quality shots. You know, he's not going to shoot the three ball, but, you know, he might shoot you know, one at the elbow, um, you know, a little, he likes to fade away at the elbow and then, of course, get into the rim. Yeah. Uh, no, Walker is definitely one that I'm I'm really interested in getting down to Houston because I I think he could be one of the best defenders in like college basketball like instantly like he can guard multiple positions extremely strong like and Houston's already known for what they do like to make you a better defensive prospect so it, it, it's going to be scary down there. 
Um, my next guy is out of Ballard High School in Kentucky, Maker Bar. He's going to UMKC. And uh, to me, he's a really underrated uh, pickup for that conference, that school, everything. Uh, talked a little bit about like why he chose to go there. And it was like, he loved the city. He loved the school. Electrical engineering is going to be um, his major. And at six foot nine, he has great footwork. He showed that he can step out and shoot to three. He didn't rebound well, but when you play Dr. Phillips and IMG, like I, I don't expect you to like out rebound those guys as like a singular person, but his footwork his skill around the rim. Uh, he even flashed the ability to handle the ball in transition. So like a guy with that type of skill set going to UMKC, he has a lot of potential to make some noise in his four years there. Yeah, I couldn't believe he was going to UMKC because I, I, after I watched him play, he had an incredible first half, that first game that we saw him. And I was like, this kid, he's got to have, you know, SEC offers. Yeah. He's got to have some big time schools. And I looked up and he was already committed. I'm talking about no respect to him, but um, yeah, he's really talented. And just the way he can get up and down the court, his size was extremely impressive. Yeah, um, and there's like almost no buzz about him. Like if you if you look him up on like just about anywhere, like I, I did a search search for like anybody talking about him on, um, on like Twitter. Yeah. Like there's posts from him like as a freshman but there's like nothing else. Like the kid's not even on social media like that. Um, like I looked up Prep Hoops Kentucky and they don't even have a picture for him. I was like, in Ballard is like one of those teams in Kentucky that are like, is like really known. So the fact that he's this under the radar like kind of blows my mind. What class is he? He's 2022. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Did you ever, did you see if he ever picked up any other offers? Like any, like if he had any like Power 5 offers? I didn't even see any information on that. Like I didn't, I didn't see anything about his recruiting. Yeah, that's that's what I thought was interesting, and maybe he didn't. I don't know how long ago ago he committed to UMKC, but you know maybe there wasn't much talks of him because he committed right away, like his first offer he commits. And a lot of the time when people talk, it's because you know he's having some big schools get involved and people start tweeting out. You know, Auburn offered him, Georgia offered him, you know, whoever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I like him a lot and. My next guy is Jairus Walker's teammate at IMG, Keontae George. And I like Keontae for a variety of reasons, but he puts on such a show when he gets hot, especially from three. You just want, you're just waiting for him to miss. You know, like, you know, it's like a heat check. You know, he's hit three in a row and, um, you know, you're just waiting for him to miss and then he hits that fourth one. And, um, you know, he's got good size, headed to Baylor. Um, you know, he's a Texas kid. Um, but I really, I really um, love his ability to, to hit shots. Um, and Baylor's really good to build one. Yeah. Um, incredible kid. He's been scoring like in droves since his freshman year. Like I saw him when he was in Dallas, almost averaging 30 as a freshman, and then turning into like a super athlete his sophomore year. So, like, everything's stacking up for. Baylor to get like a really good one and if they can teach him how to really play defense like he already has the body and he tries right now like if they can figure all that out and make him like a really complete uh complete two-way guy he won't be in Waco for long yeah 100 
Yeah, and uh, we're going to keep up the IMG love with uh, Eric Daly Jr., one of the top unsigned seniors in the class of 2022. Uh, I'm going to be honest here. Eric Daly is a massive talent. You can see it on the court. Like, he's 6'7". He's really athletic. He's long. But uh, there's, like, questionable questionable moments in his IQ where it's kind of like, I would like to see that catch up to, like, where your talent is. And through the games leading up and then when he got to City of Palms like you could really see it start to click like he was more aggressive when I say he averaged almost 14 shots a game but he was doing it on like really high efficiency almost like 50% from the field shot three of seven from well three of eight from the three-point line which is something that he normally doesn't do and he's just picking the spots he's getting to his moves the mid-range jump shot is looking really good um just if he can continue to put like everything together i know you saw him uh at nibc like how did he look while he was there oh he looked he, he looked he looked fairly solid um what what's interesting to me is he can still stand out and kind of make his mark and you can you still like you know see him and you know he still can have an impact on the game even when there's like so many other people around and once again it's you know, it's easy to make your mark. If we were talking, you know, offline, you know, it's easy to make your mark when you're paying, playing for a public school and you're the exactly. only D1 guy on the team. But when you're playing with six, seven other guys, then, you know, it's a completely different ball game. And then I think one of the biggest mysteries is, you know, his recruitment is he hasn't taken any college visits. And, you know, he's, you know, he doesn't do many interviews. He hasn't done any recently. And, you know, if you look him up, you know, some analysts were, you know, writing about maybe he's considering the pro route. Nothing, you know, official. He hasn't come out and said anything like that. I know his dad played overseas for a while, and I think his dad is very well connected. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. But, um, but yeah, I like his upside as well. Yeah, and I, I really think where he's going to make his his biggest mark, uh, whether that's in college or like the pro level, it's on the defensive end because. He can sit down, he can switch with multiple guys. Like, I don't think he'll be able to guard like stronger fours, but if you put like a small ball, small ball four out there or right. like wing, even some guards, he can definitely slide his feet there. Like, I'm interested. Like, I, I really want to see where like all this pans out for his development. 100%, 100%. And then my uh, fifth and final guy before we get to our honorable mentions is Kylan Boswell. Once again, you know, playing for a loaded Arizona Compass prep team, you know, he isn't very much relied on as a scorer um, on that team. You know, they got Mookie Cook, you know, Chance Westry going to Auburn, several other guys. But how he makes his impact is on the defensive end. You know, he can guide you 94, guard you 94 feet, you know, unyielding on ball D. Um, and then also, you know, he's a point guard, you know, he's, he's strong with the ball. Um, I love his, you know, poise, composure, he plays so tactical and, you know, fundamental and just like the way he moves, it's, you know, it's not like, it's like he's locked in like 24 seven when he's on the court. Um, and he can always find the open guy, but, um, he's a strong guard as well, got a strong body, um, which a lot of the time, you know, you see these guards in 2023 class, you know, they haven't put on much muscle yet. But he's got a strong upper and lower body, um, and that's really going to help him because a lot of the time that's a, a worry for colleges. You know, 
can can he, you know, coming in as a freshman, you know, like, you know, can he absorb contact onto the rim? You know, he only weighs 175 pounds, but, you know, Kai Boswell, he, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's got some muscle mass on him. Oh, yeah. Big solid dude. Um, elite potty mouth. I don't know if you saw his uh, <laughs> mic'd up on Slam. <laughs> What's but, funny uh, that you say that is, you know, you watch him and, you know, yes, he, he does have a potty mouth, but he's like an incredible guy. Like, if you talk to him off the court, super respectful, super outgoing, got a great personality. He's a super nice dude. Yeah. And um, I got to watch him pretty closely while he was playing with uh, Team USA this summer. And he just makes teams work. Like, between the defensive end, like you were saying, and his ability to find teammates, like, the kid is a really good catch. Like, I, I like I like Kylan a lot. Um, my last guy is going to be Taylor Hendricks, who's going to UCF. And I don't think there's anything that Taylor Hendricks can't do on the basketball court. Um, he he can shoot three. He's honestly at six foot nine, six foot ten, the best shooter on his team, like by far, which is just kind of ridiculous for a guy who's as athletic as him. He's super big, really wide shoulders, strong build, um, can operate in the post, can step out and hit the three, vertical spacer, like incredible defensive player too. Like he really blocks shots, can move his feet. Um, I just like his overall package. I don't, he is another guy from this list that I'm kind of like, how did you get, how are you this low? Like between rankings, going to UCF, like, like somebody messed up. Cause this is, this is definitely a high major kid who's going to really produce. And I can see him being like, not conference player of the year, but definitely like in the discussion within his freshman year for that title. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I was surprised to see him commit to um, UCF. He's been committed for a while, but, you know, it's close to home. He's going there um, with his twin brother. Um, yeah. I guess it was a, a dual you know, scholarship offer. You know, you and your brother can both come. Um, so that'll be cool that he'll be with his brother close to home. But, yeah, I mean, he could have gone, you know, it might be a stretch to say, you know, the Blue Bloods, but he could have gone, you know, easy to a Power Five several um, you know, power five schools. I looked up his offers. He had he had plenty of options, um, but decided to say you know close to home. So respect him for that. But a couple of honorable mentions. There was so many good guys at City of Palms that it was hard to like come up with even you know a short list. But you know, me and you spoke about Oak Hill, and you know we had both been disappointed with Oak Hill. You know, in the early going of this season. You know, we both we had both seen them a number of times, and you know whether it was just they couldn't mesh well, they didn't want to play hard, whatever the case was. You know, well, I remember when Whitney Young, Whitney Young played, yeah. Joe St. Bernard's beat them, then and uh, uh, Whitney Whitney Young looked incredible in that game, and we go and then Oak Hill plays, um, Oak Hill plays them. And we're like, you know, you know, what's the final score prediction? I mean, you both said Whitney Young is going to win by 20 plus. Yeah. Oak Hill comes out and puts 96 on them and wins by 30. And and yes, they caught fire. You know, yes, they were hitting all, all their shots, but still, they just looked incredible. And a lot of that was part due to you know Chris Livingston 
as the Kentucky and Judah Mintz, a, a four-star guy in the senior class that's uncommitted. But, you know, Chris, just his ability to get to the rim, you know, he, he, he reminds me a little bit of Dariq Whitehead, a little bit. Um, I think Dariq might be a little bit quicker, um, might be a little bit more, uh, you know, solid on the defensive end, but they both love to get to the rim. And, um, you know, they're both working on that, you know, three-point shot, but they can, they can you know, knock it down. And then Judah Mintz, he's just a mid-range specialist. You know, he's, you know, not the biggest guy on the court, maybe, you know, 6'2", you know, 6'3", max, you know. But, I mean, he can get you a bucket. And, he, you know, he plays extremely hard. He's, like, not afraid, um, you know, of the spotlight at all. Yeah. Uh, Livingston... If that is not his, like, man body, I am really afraid to see when he, like, fills out. Um, yeah. Because he, he's just a big, strong guy. Like, I watched him play during the Adidas Circuit uh, with We All Can Go, and I thought he was more of a power forward. Like, he, yeah. he looked that physically dominant. And then Judah Mintz, uh, elite burst of quickness. Like, I, I can't think of a guy in in the class especially like who's unsigned who gets out of his movements as fast as he does like he he's a really incredible talent um my honorable bench has to go to mckenzie mbako um i hadn't seen much of the uh, the 2023 uh top three prospect but um he he had it um can score on all three levels pretty athletic long six eight um Clearly's playing a bit of like point forward role for his team, but I think that's a really good situation for him. Develop those skills, be able to find guys, and um, when he wants to score, he's going to score, uh, and that, that's something that really impressed me. And then uh, speaking of Whitney Young, Marcus Pegram, uh, Pegram stood out in every single game. Shot maker, really good. Uh, I want to say point guard, but yeah. their their backcourt was like so loaded where they kind of just had like different guys switched off. They even have like a 2023 that's going on the radar, but still has like Stanford and KU offers. Yep. So um, like it's just a really good situation that they have over there. Um, we also have to shout out the Boozer Twins. Um, Cameron Boozer didn't have the best first half, but that second half was incredible. Caden um, Boozer, definitely a point guard of the future. He's already like 6'4". Um, if he continues to grow and to probably like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, he's going to be a really good dude. And considering his bloodlines, he has a chance. Um, but no, we could we could literally talk about honorable mentions like all day. I'm, I'm going through like some of the notes I have and it's like I want to say it was like 25, 26 teams there, and probably pull like two or three dudes from every single team, and then we have like Arizona Compass, where it's like we could literally have an episode about them all day. So right. um, a lot of really good guys at the City of Palm. Shout out to Donnie Wilkie. Um, I wish we could go a little bit more in depth, but guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Prospects Corner uh, with our guy, Joe Tipton, coming in as a special guest. We really appreciate you, man. 
uh go ahead and do all of the fun youtube stuff like subscribe go ahead and give us a follow over on twitter at uh either ap underscore rights or traveling hoopers uh and again really appreciate the listen thanks guys